get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back. Episode 231 of the What Up, Though? Podcast. Greetings. Greetings. So, I guess we just get right into the shits. Um, <laughs> I, I, I would do a recap of my week, but it's been blah. So, But I think you've had an interesting week because uh, you've done some uh, some outings and shit. So, or outing. <laughs> outings make it sound like I went to the beach. <laughs> Far from it. <laughs> right, right. Far from the um, beach. <laughs> Yeah, in case you guys haven't really been watching the news lately, there's been there's in case been you've a been under a fucking rock. protest. <laughs> right. Like you've been on solitary yeah, confinement and a, not been around any news source whatsoever. Yeah, I don't know how you can miss it. But um yeah, when we recorded last week, the shit hadn't really popped off yet. Like we were still talking about um about the uh the George George Floyd murder and uh you know, we had Delvin on, it was a good talk. And, um, yeah, you know, after that, everything went kind of crazy. Uh, all the protests all over the country. I mean, I think they were already going on in Minnesota at that time. But at this point, I saw a graphic that said there's been protests in every state, which is shocking to me. Like, are the eight people who live in Wyoming protesting for Black Lives Matter? Like, that's amazing to me. <laughs> or are they just saying there's been protests in every state but it doesn't really specify what it's about <laughs> like right. uh, like the people in like nebraska protesting like the lack of a good corn supply <laughs> or like uh, is everybody protesting about black like, what exactly matter? are they doing but um there? yeah I, I have no clue bruh, it was people like it's, it was people can't be black lives matter bro it was people in plymouth today protesting for black lives matter like it's been some weird shit going on like there was a peaceful protest in warren and the mayor, who's I think one of the worst people in Michigan, one of the worst people in Michigan, was was there, and it was peaceful and everything. So it's like it's some weird, weird, like pleasant shit going on, despite all of the things that the media and other people want to, you know, uh, put out as far as the uh, riots and lo- looting and shit like that. So it's been some cool, some real cool shit going on. Despite you know the 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 small amounts of riots they call and 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 so forth. So, but anyway, so you got a chance to get down there, right? Friday, I didn't realize that we were having a protest until it was already pretty much over with, like it was nighttime. And I mean, Friday night, I'm not I'm not as capable of getting out the house anyway. Like you know, I wrap up work and then it's like, all right, let me chill out and start enjoying my weekend. Um, Saturday, I knew about the protests a little bit in advance, but I already had plans. I had my homeboy coming over to watch uh, to watch the UFC event that night. I was grilling. Like, I, I wasn't about to, you know, be like, hey, fuck all this. Let me head downtown. Especially because I knew at that by that point that there was also going to be one on Sunday. So I'm like, I can fuck with the Sunday one. So um, that's what I did. Um, I went downtown um, Sunday evening, probably... Uh, six-ish maybe somewhere in that range uh six maybe seven uh not quite seven but somewhere in that range and um yeah it was a it was an interesting experience I 
uh, first off, I couldn't find the protesters. I didn't know where they were at. Like, <laughs> I, I figured they were marching. I figured they were, like, marching, but, like, the streets were empty. And I'm like, I don't know where everybody is. And I knew that the protest started at the police headquarters, but I didn't know what the marching route was. So like I parked in a, in a parking garage that I knew I could park in for free and I went to the roof and I'm trying to like look around and I don't see anything. So I go out and I heard like cars honking, like horns honking and shit. And I'm like, okay, that must be where it is. So I walked over toward uh, Jefferson where uh, Hart Plaza is at. And there was like maybe like 20 to 30 people on the median in between, on the median in Jefferson in between Hart Plaza and um uh, you know, Woodward where, you know, where the buildings are being at. And I'm like, this don't seem like the right protest to me. Like, I'm not really here to kick it with 20 people and get, have cars drive by honking at me. Like, where's the real joint at? So I'm like on Twitter and shit, searching like hashtags, like Detroit protest or something, trying to find out like, where is everybody at? And then I kept searching and eventually I saw something that said like, we're, uh, we're almost back to the uh, headquarters or something. So I'm like, all right, bet. But then I knew that I couldn't, the headquarters is too far away from the parking garage for me to walk. So I had to go back to the parking garage and then I had to find a place to park within reasonable walking distance of the headquarters. So by the time I actually got there to the, to the protest, it was probably about seven and um, everybody had just gotten back and, you know, you know, these protests generally it's like, okay, we march, then we get back to the final location and people will, you know, various people will speak. So I'm, you know, standing there and listening to the speakers and shit, everything's smooth. Then I, then eight o'clock hit. And that's when things started to get a little weird. So eight that o'clock was the curfew, is right? the time that our curfew is. Yeah. So like we had started doing a curfew, uh, what, Friday, I think? No, I, I feel like they actually didn't start the per- curfew until Sunday, actually. I believe it was – I think it was Sunday. We'll go with Sunday yeah. for the second argument. Yeah, I'm pretty sure – yeah, I'm pretty sure they started it on Sunday. So, 8 o'clock comes. They, you know, they wrap up all the speeches, and they're like, hey, if, you know, if you're leaving um, and, you, you know, you park somewhere far, you know, maybe have somebody walk with you, you know, make sure you're safe, you by yourself, blah, blah, blah. If you're staying, you know, cool, but be on your best behavior, yeah, 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 right? So – um, the crowd moved. Um, a lot of people left, but there was still a lot of people that stayed. Like I'd say there was probably still a good hundred plus people that were still there. Um, and they just kind of like got into the chance. Um, you know, uh, at this point, the police had lined up in their full riot gear, long ass line of police that were going across the front of the building and across um, Third Street. Because the building's at 3rd in Michigan, like across from uh, the casino. And um, it's actually, I think that's the lo- location that when we had that temporary MGM casino, I think that's mm-hmm. where it was. Oh, is where okay. the police headquarters currently is. And um, so they had a long line of people like lined up in riot gear and shit. And I'm like, oh man, like this is getting heavy. Then I started hearing helicopters overhead and the he- helicopters were just kind of like circling. Like they were just there. And I'm like, hmm. And you could feel like you could feel the tension. Like people were starting to get angrier. People were shouting, fuck you, fuck the police, y'all some bitches, but you know, all kinds of crazy shit at the police, right? They're just standing there, people are chanting, all that good stuff. Then they started to move closer to, to the police. And I'm like, oh fuck. And and then they uh they started kneeling and they were like, they started chanting, kneel with us. 
And then I think one of the cops must have knelt because I couldn't see from the angle I was at, but um, a lot of people started cheering. So I'm like, okay, well, I guess one of the cops knelt. Like, all right, cool, whatever. He, he gonna mace your ass later, but fuck it. Um, so one of the cops knelt or whatever, they started cheering. So then they knelt again and were trying to get more cops to kneel. And they're chanting, kneeling, yada, yada, yada. Then all of a sudden, from behind me, I start seeing four or five water bottles raining down on the police line. Like, people are throwing water bottles at the police from far as fuck. And to, to put that into perspective, you can't throw an empty water bottle far as fuck. <laughs> so, them, them uh. water bottles had water in them. <laughs> so, like, because they were coming from far. And I'm like, oh, man, fuck. And then people started shouting at them, stop throwing shit, stop throwing shit. You're giving them an excuse, you're giving them an excuse. And then, like, it just kept getting, like, rowdier and rowdier. Then I started seeing drones, like, overhead. And I'm like, what the fuck? going on so i'm like man this shit getting heavy now it's like 8 30 and the curfew's been you know the curfew's passed by half an hour and i could tell like man this shit about to go down uh and i'm like i was very conflicted because i'm like i want to stay because i'm like i don't know i kind of want to fight back almost like I, i but at the same time i'm like well okay i'm also a husband and father i have three kids at home and I don't think anybody's out here going to get killed by the police. But at the same time, I also can't really afford to get maced and arrested either. So I'm like, and I'm thinking in my head, and this is, this is actually kind of almost kind of a shame. Like I'm almost embarrassed to say it, but I'm almost, I'm also thinking in my head, like I got a lot of shit to do at work next week. Like I can't, like I can't afford to get arrested and miss work. And like, that's, that's fucked up. But I'm also kind of like, this really was this week and next week are going to be really long weeks for me. So I'm like, Cause I was gonna call off altogether. I'm like, man, I can't even fade work right now. Fuck that shit. Then I was like, well, if I don't go to work, I'm gonna lose more than I'm gonna. I'm gonna lose more by not going than I'm gonna gain by not going. Like all I'm gonna gain by not going is I'm still gonna be at home, but all I'm gonna do is sit and watch the news and shit all day and get mad, like and get madder and madder. So I might as well go to work. But if I don't go to work all the stuff that I need to do on Monday gets pushed to another day. So like, I knew I got a packed week. So I'm like, now I'm going to have even less time to get all this shit done. So, so I decided to leave at eight 30 and I'm headed back to my car. Cause I'm like, man, this shit about to go down. I got all this shit to do. So I'm gonna just go ahead and head back. And my wife texts me before I even got to the car and was like, Hey, are you still there? Like they started tear gassing and arresting folks. I'm like, fuck, I missed the shit by like two to five minutes. Like, the whole yeah. shit going down. So, um, yeah, it was kind of crazy. So, um, it not an interesting story. Cause I don't, you know, I didn't get arrested. I didn't get tear gassed or anything like that. It wasn't, you know, not a crazy story, but, um, it was still cool to be there and it was still cool. It was cool to be there. And it was also like probably the most tension filled protest I've been to. Like normally it's just marching and talking and nothing happens, but like with all the tear gas and stuff that's been happening lately, there was a lot of tension all the helicopters, the drones, the standoff with the police. It was like, man, this shit is kind of heavy, yo. But um, yeah, I said I, I dipped out right in time, right on time, apparently. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, I, I mean, I know the energy is kind of crazy now. People mad. I mean, people are, you know, justifiably upset and mad. So, you know, but I mean, man, if I, I just don't want to be fucking tear gassed, uh, <laughs> it's like I, I, I just, I'm just not. I don't want that. I don't want those, uh, those problems. Um, but I mean, it's good to actually, actually get, ha, got a chance to make it down. Um, 
uh, my wife had wanted to go Sunday, but she wasn't really feeling up to it. And I kind of felt bad, like, man, I probably should have went. But then, um, wait, was well, that Sunday the day you went? Can you hear me? Uh, I can hear you now. I'm just going to edit it, but but uh, but you you did you did go totally out. I wasn't even <laughs> talking. I asked you, did you go? Did you go Sunday? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what uh, Sunday? Okay. <clears throat> I switched to um my uh hotspot on my phone to help make sure it don't break up as much because I don't know what's going on with my regular internet right now. Okay, cool. That probably will work out better. Um, cool. Yeah. Uh, so, like I say, um, my wife wanted to go Sunday, but she really wasn't feeling up to it. She had a headache and shit. And I was just like, eh. and that was her birthday too. So I was just like, eh, maybe uh, we just chill out <laughs> and just uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll catch some catch some tweets about it and shit. Uh, so. It's interesting. What do you want to do for your birthday? Get maced by the police? Get maced by the police. <laughs> like, I was just like, yeah, maybe not. Uh, so, um, going back. So that was that. Um, did you want to cover the last topic first before we go to anything else? Or, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, my wife actually had a good question for me that I figured that we could talk about on the podcast. Um, well, she figured that we could talk about on the podcast and I'm going to oblige her. Um, <laughs> but she asked, um, do we think that any change is going to come from everything that's been going on? Um, and to put that in perspective, like not just in a small sense of like, Oh yeah. Uh, a lot of shit's going down. Do you think it's going to make a difference? Because on the surface of that, obviously not like nothing's helped to this point, but to her point, um, the protests are more widespread. Like you got protests going on everywhere, not even just in the United States. Like you got people protesting for us in New Zealand and fucking Australia and Canada. Like there's other countries that are having protests for us. Like I mentioned earlier, like supposedly like there's been protests in every state. Um, there's even people who are going on social media, like, uh, you know, I don't normally post about politics, but I'm going to post this. And, and to that point, before I even ask if you think this will all ultimately result in some sort of change, I, I want to say I appreciate the energy from people who are like, I normally don't do this, but I'm going to show some support for y'all right now. But it's not about politics. Don't go like, I normally don't post about politics, but I'm going to speak about all the shit that's going on with black people. But that's not politics. That's human. That's human rights. That's human decency. Like right. this isn't, about the Democrats or the Republicans or the senators or uh, the House of Representatives. And the, like, this is about human rights. This is like, this isn't something where it's is something we can go fucking, you know, vote on or something like that. This is about how white people treat black people. Uh, this, and it, if you want to narrow it down, you want to talk about how white cops treat black people, fine. But this isn't a political issue to me. This is a human rights issue. Yeah, so it's, it's I don't really not. like it being like a political thing um yeah, definitely not political because i you know i well, you know I, I did that post that you asked me about um about no politics and 
and the cigar club. And I think some people may have thought it had to be something to do with that. And I'm just like, nah, this is about people arguing about Gretchen Whitmer. That's not, that's politics. But uh, <laughs> I don't give a fuck about it. I don't want to see nobody arguing about the fucking governor. Y'all can take that shit on your own fucking page. Um, but I no, wonder if people yeah, thought it was, it if was, I, saw it too. <laughs> I wonder if people thought it was something related to, you know, what other stuff that's been going on. And like, you know, that's a totally different issue. And it's not politics. Like I say, you don't like fucking Gretchen Whitmer. I mean, I think that's a ass move, but that's your opinion, and that's still just politics. I don't give a hell about you not liking the governor and shit. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, but uh, did you want to answer a question, or did you want to? Because I, I had some com- I had some thoughts on it as well. Um, I, I'll go first, just because I um I I don't really have any too too complex thoughts, but like I think that two isn't T O O. My thoughts aren't too complex on it. Um, short answer, no, I don't think any change is going to come from this, but long answer, I think that change can come from this if we don't stop. If we, if we don't just go, uh, uh, if we don't let some other thing happen that distracts us, or if we don't just say, all right, well, we're just going to just not do this anymore. It just kind of like fizzles away. If we keep this energy, then yes, I think change will come from it. Um, if we get to a point where like this continue to go on and then Trump's fat bitch ass society wants to like escalate, escalate things and send the military into, into cities and in the neighborhoods or whatever, or, you know, if, if, if basically if what we're doing causes the government to escalate things even further, then yes, I think change will come because I think it's ultimately going to end up in like some sort of like, I don't want to say, not not a civil war, but like a maybe like a a new civil rights era, like a, a new kind of like some sort of like real like okay, we're gonna really fight back kind of deal. Like if, if it gets to that point, then yeah, I think change is gonna come. But as of right now, no, right now I think we're still kind of in that stage of like they're gonna let us protest until we give up because we're not doing anything that ultimately matters. Because peaceful protests don't do shit. Like, it brings a little awareness or whatever, but ultimately, we get out there and we peacefully protest, and then it goes, we stop and it goes away, and then nothing changes. So, and, and, and we're still in that stage right now. Like, the only thing I can take from it is that, there, like my wife said, there's more peaceful protesting going on, or protest period. There's more protests going on. It's happening all over the place. There are still, like, riots going on. I'm a full supporter of rioting. Um, and also to that point, the whole thing of like, oh, don't fuck up your own city. Like that's what, uh, that's, that's just making things worse. They don't solve nothing. Ain't nobody out here fucking up their own city. Like that's what people were saying when, uh, that target got robbed at, in fucking, uh, Minneapolis or whatever. No, ain't nobody do. I don't know a single black person who lives in like, you know, the hood or like lives in like a regular fucking city that has a goddamn target in their neighborhood. I don't know about none of these other states, but I know me and you got to go to the suburbs to go to Target. <laughs> so um, if I look on the news and I see somebody fucking up a Target, I'm not going to be like, oh, man, they, they fucking up my shit. They fucking up Detroit. I'm like, no, nah, they ain't fucking up Detroit. Fuck up all the Targets you want. We ain't nah, got no Target in Detroit. It's not a goddamn one in Detroit. Um, I So I, I think, were you, were you finished? I'm going to let you, my bad. I mean, Yeah, no, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, um, I'm good. Like, I... I, I think that we are in different times where it's, it's so much more protesting happening now 
than we've probably had in our in our stint of like since what 2000 was it Mike Brown was in 2014 I believe um and Man, so I don't even know I've lost uh, track <laughs> yeah I believe it was 2014 um and that was I think that was right around the time when uh the whole black lives matter you know phrase popped up i believe uh anyway and so we had you had certain you had you know protests here and there but for the most part that wasn't a real it didn't really hit it really hit like this one and so with this one i'm seeing random people in like random countries and shit and i just i think that like you say i don't think it's going to be an overnight thing i do think it a I think we're on a, a better track than we have been before, but I, it's so many ignorant fucking people out here, man. It's, it's like, people are still like, we're in, it is 220, 2020 and people are still trying to justify why the phrase all lives matter isn't offensive. And I'm like, people aren't dumb, dude. I mean, there are some people that just maybe out of all the, out of like, you know, the circle of, of news and media, but you can't be in 2020 uh, a, a functional adult getting up every day, putting on your shoes, and can still justify saying all lives matter. That shit, it, 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 a lot of this shit is just willful fucking ignorance. You got, you got fucking um, Drew Brees still mad at fucking Kaepernick for kneeling. Like you, you too smart for this. You're, it's not that you're dumb. You're just willfully fucking racist. You know so. I think we, someone, I think I seen a, a tweet saying something like, uh, something to the effect of, um, we got, we got 3000 miles to go, uh, to, to get right. And we just, we just crossed the inch or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it's still a long fucking way off. Um, but this is like system, uh, systemic racism. This shit is just deep. You know, I'm reading this book right now. Uh, called Solitary and is uh, by a guy um, I forget his name right now uh, but he was talking about uh, his name is Albert Woodfox he did like a bunch of years in solitary confinement and he was just talking about um, he was in prison during like 60s and 70s and these are the times when like the prisons were fucked up and shit and prison like in like I think like Attica and Angola and all these other prisons and they had to like take fucking uh uh, workers hostage just to get fucking decent, decent fucking meals and shit like that. And it seemed like it parallels to what we want now. It's like we have to like fucking burn down a fucking police station just to get four fucking cops fucking charged on some shit that they did on fucking film. Like it wasn't like right. this was hearsay. This shit was filmed, and it took all of that shit. It took it took a fucking week, damn near, to get four cops fucking charge like that shit ridiculous if it wasn't for the protesting and the fucking all the other stuff that came about it the rioting or whatever you want to call it the looting none of this shit would have fucking happened guarantee if the people didn't do what they did they wouldn't have been fucking charges so excuse me we got a long fucking way to go but if it wasn't for the people getting in the streets and shit and all of the the uh, the the shit that we've been, the people have been doing, none of that shit would have fucking happened, man. Um, and so I guess that leads into, leads into uh, the charges being upgraded 
And um, so the other three, uh, other three cops were uh, arrested. I don't know their charges. Um, they were charged with um, aiding and abetting a murder. Oh, okay. So, which is uh, an appropriate charge, I'd say. Right, right, right. So, I'm reading an excerpt, ex, um, excerpt from The Guardian. Uh, the Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison has announced charges against three former police officers, death George Floyd, and increased the charge to second degree murder. Um, I'd like to point out that Keith Ellison is a Detroiter that went to Wayne State. Um, it took a black man, it took a black man going down to be in Minnesota to, uh, to charge this motherfucker. Um, so kind of, I mean, it shouldn't be, it, it shouldn't be to the point where we're happy that the fucking police officers are charged, but I'm happily happy that this happened. Um, other notable thing about, uh, Keith Ellison is that he became the first Muslim to be selected to Congress sworn in by the Quran. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting indeed. Wow. That's, yeah. Huh. Uh, That's kind of cool. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I found that out today from my, from my, from my boss who's Muslim because we were both talking about it. Um, uh, so yeah, so that was, uh, that was pretty interesting to hear about. So yeah, that's, uh, I, I'm just, you know, it's, it's a start, you know, it ain't, it isn't the end all, you know, it's still a long way to go. Um, but I think what's going on now has been, it's more than we've seen in our, I guess, six years of, of like the whole, um, uh, and since Mike Brown uh, was killed, and was I, I would Trayvon, like to say, Trayvon was was Trayvon first or was he after Mike Brown? Um, I thought tra- I thought Trayvon was first, and I yeah, know we were yeah, I know we were doing the podcast with both. No, okay. he was. I, I guess I was just speaking on just uh, police related events, but yeah, Trayvon was Trayvon uh, murder was in 2012. So yeah, that was before um, Mike Brown. Wait, really? 2012? Yep. Wait, I'm I sorry. We were doing the podcast when that happened. I don't think so. Well, we did. We well, we couldn't have. Yeah, if it happened in 2012, we definitely weren't. <laughs> right, right. We definitely couldn't have. That definitely 2012. Uh, wow, I thought we were. We were definitely doing it. We were definitely uh, doing it during um, after the murder of Mike Brown for sure. No, yeah, I'm I'm a thousand percent sure of that. Yeah. yeah. Cause we um, named that episode after him. Yeah, yeah. So it was definitely that. But yeah, I think we talked. Yeah, uh, yeah. Definitely didn't for for Trayvon. But I, def- I think we we definitely covered a lot of it during it because uh, I mean a lot of that shit was just the news of all that shit was still popping during uh, 2012. I mean fourteen and 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 shit. But <sighs> yeah, shit's just exhausting, man. I was uh. I've been reading a bunch of shit lately and on and I'm just looking and it's just, I, it's like, I, I'm so engulfed in social media and stuff. It, it's almost become, it, it becomes like too much, but it's like, I want to know so much all the time and it's hard to put shit down. <laughs> I don't know if you have this, uh, uh, well, you, I think you may be a lot busier with, with family and work and stuff. Um, I am not. So I tend to be on social media <laughs> a whole lot. And but it uh, but it's like getting too much information almost becomes just like stressful, dog. Yeah. So I just yeah, been like, man, I'm like, I need I need outs from this shit. But at the same time, it's like, 
I mean, we want to know more and shit. So I keep reading and shit. So then that's when I started this book uh, last week. That's been a good out. And so I'm about um, 100 pages through that. So that's been uh, kind of an out. But then that's making me even even matter about shit because um, this is just basically just talking about uh, just police, police brutality in like the 60s and 70s and the start of like uh, the Black Panther Party and all the other shit. It just it's making me like <laughs> it's, it's, it's like a militant feel and shit. Like I felt like my fist kept going up and shit like, you know. <laughs> randomly and shit you know like, wow so, no, i understand I, I feel the same way oh but yeah but i don't know man i and i want to i want to keep up with the news as much as possible and stuff but at the same time i just feel like you know being being black it's just exhausting right now like i tell myself i'm not explaining to another motherfucker what how all lives matters is 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 so fucking stupid Although I really want to explain it to one of my coworkers so bad, but I'm like, I don't respect them enough to want to explain it to him because I explained yeah, to him, I feel like I'm trying to I show him <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't like yeah. him that much to want to do it. So I'm just kind of like, you know what? Some people could just be ignorant and just, you know, ignorant of things and they figure figured out like, you can't be that fucking old and, and you just, cause I think it, and not like you teach shit to kids who don't know and, and so forth, but you got a 40, 50 year old man you know, he's chosen not to want to know more. So I'm like, me, and, and I'm, I'm the, like the only black person. Like, I don't want to be that. I'm. It's, it's crazy to say, I don't want to be the fucking voice for black people in an all-white office. Just respect yeah. me for who I am, and that's it. I don't want, I don't, I don't want to have to be, like, I was talking to my boss today about it, because he, he had sent, he had given me a, uh, printed me an article from, uh, um, the Wall Street Journal, and it was, uh, he had asked me about how my wife was doing, doing this, because she's, you know, he knows she's working at home, and it, basically the title said, for black professionals, um, un, unrest lays a bear, unless, unrest lays bears a balancing act for work. So just talking about just black professionals and how they're dealing with certain things now and having to work and deal with white coworkers and shit like that. So, like, in all intents and purposes, my boss gets it. And I appreciate it. Um, and the fact that he's not a white man, too, it makes it even better, you know, so I don't have to have a white person <laughs> asking me, like, how do you feel about, you know, because that's what my wife has been dealing with, like, like, like her job. I was going to say, that's what my wife be doing. Yeah, well, no, but that's what like, she's been dealing with. No, she, no, 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 I'm saying she's been dealing with this shit from her coworkers. Like her wife. No, yeah, no, but I thought, I thought you were about to say that's what she's been doing. Oh, Cause you like, oh. I can't, like, at least I don't. <laughs> You were like, at least I don't have to deal with no white people asking me how I'm feeling. And then it's like, you're like, that's what my wife been doing. I'm like, wait, just call your wife a white person? <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, she's she been dealing with that at work. And, you know, people are like, they, like her company has sent like two email blasts like in the last two days. Uh, and it was, I mean, I think that the email was, it wasn't, it wasn't, a, was, it wasn't on no old all, all lives matter shit, you know, it was just. And so it was pretty interesting that they've done it twice. And then she had uh, her white coworkers have been checking on her and shit like that. And I was just like, I don't know if I really will want my fucking white coworkers doing that to me. And after I was talking to my boss today, like, I don't, I, I don't know if I want that attention from them. Um, one, I don't think a lot of them even care anyway, but I don't want to have those conversations at work. So, you know, it's, it's like, it's like a one 
on one hand, I would like to know that they cared enough to know that, you know, shit like this could happen to me. But at the same time, it's like, I really don't want to have these conversations with them. So it's, 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 it's kind of weird, a weird feeling. Yeah, I understand. I, I'm, I'm going through the same thing. Like I mentioned to you off mic, um, my, my, my job's been doing something similar. And um, I just feel like any time the shit get brought up, I feel like everybody started looking at me. And I'm saying, and, and they aren't, at least not to my knowledge. It's not like I look and I see people looking at me, but it's like, that's how I feel. Like, I feel like, like I'm the black representative. So like, everybody's kind of looking at me, like, what's he going to do? What's he going to say? And I'm like, like you said, I'm not trying to be that person. And it's not because I don't want to help educate people. It's just like, to me, that's not something that I want to bring. I don't want to bring that into my work life. Like I need to use, I need to almost use work as an escape from it rather than having it be brought into my work life. And that's going to stay the case until openly being able to, to discuss racial injustice doesn't feel like a problem. Like right now it's so, it's so early because like you think we've had, you said Mike Brown was what, 2016, 2015, something like 14. that. Like 14. So like, um, so we've had, you know, six years of this happening consistently. We can't just flip a switch and have white people be like, hey, we want to hear how you're feeling. Let's talk about it. I don't care if we're at work. Let's talk about it. Like, we're not going to just, we can't just flip a switch and be like, oh, white people are cool to talk to about this now. All right, cool. Let's talk about it. Like, we can't just flip that switch. At least I can't. Like, that's not a switch that can be flipped. That's I don't a, even, know what, that's, I don't even um, know what the fuck that switch is. To, no, yeah. That's like, <laughs> it's, not, it's not a switch. It's like, it's like a dial. <laughs> like you can't just flip the switch. You gotta you gotta move that dial. And right now the dial is at fucking zero as far as like how willing I am to have conversations at work. Like that dial needs to slowly move. Like this needs to consistently be happening. It needs to consistently be shown that it's okay. But like at the end of the day, there's no job on this planet that 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 is comprised of uh, a diverse background where you can know that any white person you talk to is going to be cool having that discussion. You just, it, you don't, that's just not how this world is built. That's just not, that's not how life works. Like no matter what job you have, no matter how pro black your company might be, no matter what statement they might've put out on social media, like there's no job that is above hiring shitty racist white people, not a single fucking one, except maybe like all black jobs. <laughs> Right. <laughs> They're probably not hiring shitty racist white people, but I don't work at an all black job and neither do you. So I'm not about to be out here just like, oh, y'all say it's cool. Let's talk about it. And then I fuck around and end up in a shitty situation. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. We need to move that dial slowly, which the only way that happens is by keeping this up. And that's why I said earlier, will change come? It's only going to come if we keep it up. And if this is a thing where like you have your, you know, companies and brands putting out statements and saying, Hey, we should talk about this, blah, 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 blah. And then they fucking stop and they stop talking about it after a week, then no, then nothing's going to happen. And then I'm going to, and then I'm going to look back like, see, I knew you're full of shit. So like, I don't, I don't, like, it, it's a dial that needs to be moved and it it's moved very, very little, at least for me. So uh, I wouldn't, I would literally need probably months of this happening where they're trying to foster a conversation, I would probably need months of that before I'd be comfortable with actually talking about it. 
And I just feel like it's so much pressure. It's already pressure enough that, you know, we, we're at the subjects of racism um, by the police and, and just a lot of white people in general. But I feel like it's the, the pressure shouldn't be on me, a black man, to have to, in, 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 to inform my office of how fucked up shit is. Like, notice your, recognize your privilege, recognize the shit that's going on, and you fucking make the change. Like, I don't want to be involved. I don't have to be, I don't have to be involved in this shit. I don't feel like I need to be involved of steering a whole company of, of people who are, are ignorant of, of racism to not be racist towards black people and understand that the, uh, for, for the majority, the, uh, the police is fucking a, a, a terrible system of, of racist, uh, people doing pulling racist ass acts against black people like i just don't feel like i'm the i should have to be the one to do that shit like you fucking grown ass individuals who can fucking read and see history you can see the news the news is the, the news of the news of fucking uh george uh, floyd dying wasn't a black wasn't on fucking bet or just some shit only <laughs> black people can see and shit like everybody can see that shit like you know right. so it's like I, I don't know that's just a that's just a, a weird charge to have to, and I just don't feel like I I'm, I don't want to be that person. Um, I wish I worked at a place that I felt more comfortable having those conversations. And even still, I feel like it should happen when I want it to happen. I don't need no fucking company forcing a conversation of race and shit like that. Cause I'm not getting paid to fucking uh, have race relations, you know? So yeah, that shit is just, yeah. Shit's wild, dog. Yeah, I'll acknowledge that companies are probably in a tough spot because they want to. Um, I'm not even going so far as to say do the right thing because I think a lot of this is mainly um, damage control and lip service more than it is wanting to do the right thing. But I can still even acknowledge that from a business standpoint, if you want to try to, um, you know, facilitate these conversations, even if it's not for the right reasons, that it's still a tough position to be in because like you said, um, they, they'll, they'll say like, Hey, we need to be comfortable talking about this. We, uh, they can even go so far as say, Hey, we white people need to be more, you know, comfortable with our white privilege and un trying to understand what black people are dealing with. But at the end of the day, that pressure falls on us. Like that's not, that's not something that, uh, the only pressure that white people are going to have from that is, do I want to talk to my black coworker about this? But like the black coworker, the black workers are all sitting there kind of like, like I said earlier, feeling like all the eyes are on them. Like, okay, now I got to speak for the black community right now. Cause like, that's how I felt when it first came up at my job. I felt like everybody was looking at me like, and I'm like, I'm not about to sit here and speak on behalf of all black people. And I, and definitely you don't want that to be me in the workplace. You might find that you better find you a more respectable Negro to talk about that shit in the workplace. Mm -hmm. cause, I, Cause I'll fuck around and say some shit that ain't going to go over very well. But that's the problem with having these conversations is that you'll find those black folks that are, um, you know, you know, willing to have the conversation, but not willing to have the conversation we need to have. Like the conversation that you will find more more than likely is the conversation of I appreciate you guys reaching out. It helps to you know know that you care. Uh, I'm glad to have allies. All this like dick stroking kind of bullshit. Like that's not the conversation we need to have. We need to have the conversation about why this is happening, how it makes us feel, um, how this impacts how we operate within our jobs, how this impacts 
what we deal with when we go home, uh, our inability to detach ourselves from this because this is our life. Like this isn't like a a thing that you can leave at home. Like this is like that we can't leave it at home. We we we're black people hated by white cops no matter where we at, whether we at work or at home. So this is something that you know these are going to be. I, I think I think the white people understand that these are hard conversations, but I don't think they understand how hard the conversations could end up being and they could be in for a rude awakening. And that's the kind of conversation that I think needs to happen. And I do not need to be that guy, at least not right now. Like maybe once the conversations get a little bit more normalized, I can be that guy, but I'm the, I'm the person that's going to be saying the kind of stuff that they're kind of like, okay, this isn't what we were expecting. <laughs> like we are expecting exactly what's been happening. Lots of thank yous and, oh, I appreciate it and, and sad stories and all this kind of shit. Like, I'm not even trying to share sad stories. Like, yeah, one time I got pulled over by the cops and they put me in the back of the police car and they searched my vehicle and it made me, you know, feel threatened for my life. And they pulled me out of the car and they handcuffed me. Like, like sharing these stories, like, okay, yeah, that conversation, I guess, needs to happen so that white people can understand that we go through that when we ain't even do shit. But like, that's the fucking tip of the iceberg. Like, that's not the real conversation. That's the soft conversation. That's just sharing stories so that we can all sing Kumbaya and cry around a campfire. That's not the conversation we need to have. We need to have the conversation that makes white people look in the mirror like, yo, what the fuck are my people doing? Just like I got to look in the mirror and be like, what the fuck's happening to my people and what am I doing about it? Like, that's, that's the conversation we need to be having. And that, uh, that's not going to be me, not at work. That's going to be me on this podcast. <laughs> That's going to be me on Facebook. That's going to be me on Twitter. That's going to be me at these protests. But that ain't about to be me at work. No siree. Yeah. I, and, I, and I wonder, too, like, you know, like the, the, the conversations about the police, you know, I, don't, I wonder if white people connect because, it, um, because they're not, you know, police or whatever. And so it's like I think of those conversations, but then – so I'm like, maybe they're not getting it because they don't feel like they don't, they don't, they're not police and they're not doing shit like that. But then you got to think about, you know, uh, I mean, Aubrey, you know, the, the stories like him, the Trayvon Martins, the um, stories like that, where black, like black people are being, you know, murdered off by random ass white people. And I mean, that's my litmus test, like, you know, you know, to, for white people, like, uh, so one, did you vote for Trump? And two, what do you think about George Zimmerman? <laughs> you know, <laughs> and you know, shit like that. Like, you know, what is, what, what do you feel about those? And, you know, those to me are the, the test that say like, you know, do you really give a fuck about black people? You know, when you hear stories like that, you know, so what do you think about Relisha McBride? You know, did you even know about that story? What about, you know, all these other random ass killings of, of just white people killing black people, you know, um, and shit like that. So it's a lot, man. I just, and like you say, I think it just, I, I would love to be at a point where I could be that person, but I'm definitely not that person right now. And no, so and, I, yeah. I, I don't really want to be that person. It, it, I don't want to be out because it's, the other black person at my job, I don't even think gives a fuck. So it's like <laughs> his other, other person, John James. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, damn near. 
don't know, man. I think any any black people that brush their hair to the back, I feel like a suspect. And so, uh, <laughs> where did this come from? I don't know. I just look at people like you know. I don't know. That's just a weird thing. I just even like like, but it, he he he. So the other black person that that this uh, I guess you call white collar, like he doesn't. He doesn't seem like a person that's been grew up in black culture. <laughs> like this nigga hair ain't wavy. <laughs> this nigga has no swag. <laughs> I mean, he's he's like the corny brother for real, dog. I mean, he's a cool he's cool for work wise, but I mean, I, I don't really interact with him that much, you know, unless I need something. Um, but I don't know. I just I feel like I, I feel like this nigga for my own means. I mean, that's his job. So I mean, his job is when shit fucked up. So you know, that's why. Okay. I, yeah, that's the only reason I'm saying. Yeah, his his job is to fix shit. So uh, okay. Um, and so I only see him when something's messed up or something. Well, I, you know, I speak to him. And all. I'm I don't like not speak to him. I don't think he's a terrible person. I just don't think he would feel black issues. And I'm hope and I'm really really hoping I'm just wrong. Um, but he just doesn't seem like that type. So it's not, you know, he does. He's not even a, another black ally to have. Like you know, so it's just like, uh, yikes. <laughs> yeah. So so I, just, uh, I don't need that pressure, bro. Yeah, me neither, man. And like I said I, I'm I'm willing to be that guy. It's just like right now, it's just too early. Like you can't sit idly by and do nothing while the police kill black people. And then just once you see other companies start putting out statements and doing all this, like, oh, we should put out a statement too. And oh, now we wanna now we wanna start talking about this. Like, no, like I said, you can't flip that switch. Like it's been too long. It's been you you've watched it go by and said and done nothing. And even worse too, man, you think about like some of the jobs around here, like you look at our our, our auto companies and shit like that. Like, y'all employ a whole bunch of black folks, man. Like y'all employ us and all that kind of shit, but then y'all sit there idly by and watch us get killed and don't say shit. And then want to pop up after this, now that everybody else is putting out statements and be like, yeah, we want to be there for you guys. Let's talk about it. Talk about it. Like, no, we're not going to talk about it. And if we are going to talk about it, you ain't going to like what we got to say. So um, I still encourage you to keep trying to talk about it because like I said, it's a dial, not a switch. But um, yeah, yeah, the dial is, is I don't even know what the dial is You're right only now. Gonna get, so it's just gonna yeah. have to get it when it's I find it. <laughs> it's in a di- it's in a different building. Uh, yeah, so, and uh, it doesn't have Bluetooth. <laughs> no, it doesn't have Bluetooth. So uh, yeah, it, it, it'll take a minute, man. And I, and I and I recognize I'm not there. You know, um, mm-hmm. I, I want that's something I wouldn't want to do premature. I would definitely want to be ready for those conversations and things like that. And I know I'm not there. Um, and you know, if it ever happens at the current job I'm at, you know, so be it. If it happens somewhere I'm, I'm at, you know, but I mean, being in tech or uh, auto and tech and stuff, it's not it's not too many black people in in in, in like the the white collar part of it. So I've, all the jobs I've had is I've always been like one of two, one of three, or some shit like that. Um, so you know, it's like you see another black person, you feel like you're going to connect, and it's like, oh, man. It's like, <laughs> there's an episode of The uh, the Office where they had a black guy in, and the black guy was trying to be friendly with Stanley, and Stanley was not fucking having it, dog. And I'm just like, <laughs> I feel like Stanley a lot, so I'm just like, yeah. I was about to say, I feel like you you relate to Stanley in, in many, many I, ways. I, re- I relate to, I, I had Stanley's picture 
on my badge at one of my uh, my jobs. Or oh, he had to look check in <laughs> badges that you just scanned in to mm-hmm. get in the doors. And he had he has this picture. Um, I don't know what what, what was the the reason of it, but it's a picture of Stanley uh, with, with his fist in the air. And I had that whole fucking picture on my on my badge. <laughs> and I was like, man, Stanley is my man. true spirit animal dog. So, so yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of Stanley, did you see uh did you see the like miniature office reunion that John Krasinski did? I did not. I kept seeing about seeing stuff about it and I meant to check in, but I heard he wasn't there. He was not. That's why I mentioned it. He was the only he was like he was the only main character that wasn't there. Um it was like so. What it was was there. like, gosh, man. Well, well, he is the only black person on the show, but well, um, in the office, Mindy Kaling I mean, was there, which is close. Well, well, she's brown, <laughs> so okay. Yeah, that's why I said she's close. Yeah, yeah, I, but, I, I um, accept her. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was a, um, it was a thing where um, he does this, I guess, weekly show or did this weekly show that was just sharing like feel good stories. And uh, there was, I guess, some couple where the man proposed to his girl in the same way, possibly at the same location, that Jim proposed to Pam on the show. Okay. So um, he did a thing where, like, he was like, hey, I'm going to do a virtual wedding for you guys. So he had, like, on Zoom, it was, like, him, the couple, and then, like, the couple's family. And he was like, so... I'm going to be your best man, but you need a maid of honor. So I'm going to bring on whatever her name is to play Pam, uh, oh, okay. Jenna Fisher. I'm going to bring on Jenna Fisher. Now, oh, shit, it's Jenna Fisher. Blah, blah, blah. So they go through the whole wedding ceremony thing online. And then afterward, um, I guess he said that they wanted to have some kind of, I, I was fast forwarding at this point. So I don't know what he said to bring up to bring it up because it was taking too long. It was boring. But um, he's basically like, oh, let's, now we're going to have like, I guess, a reception or something. And then he's like, and here's the cast of The Office. And then, like, the Zoom screen expanded to, like, fucking, like, 40 people on the screen and shit. Like, obviously, that's too high of a number. But um, it was a whole lot of people on the screen. And it just kind of, like, they were all doing, like, some really, really bad dance routine. Like, kind of what you would expect white people to be doing. Um, some really bad dance routine. And then it would just kind of, like, go from each each video feed where, like, you saw them all in one one big screen, but then it would then it would like zoom, like show just one of those pictures, so you could see each person like individually dancing, and it had like the, it didn't feel like a reunion because they weren't all in one place, and then it seemed also seemed like they weren't actually actively like interacting with one another. It was just kind of like, hey, here's everybody from the office dancing, <laughs> and that was it. So it didn't really feel like much of a reunion, but everybody was everybody who worked in the office at almost any point was there except Stanley. Um, I can't think of anyone I didn't see except maybe that one guy. um, I don't remember his name, but I think he was from like corporate and um, he would pop up every now and then like the tall, thin white dude. Oh Um, yeah. 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 Um, I think he, he was from corporate. I don't know. I can't think of his name. Yeah. He wasn't there. And then the chick from corporate that uh that michael was you know having his little thing with oh jan. i can't remember her name either was it jane jane or jan 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 yeah. jan yeah jan yeah jan i think it was jan it was jan yeah uh she wasn't there but everyone who actually worked in the office was there like um yeah stanley's the only person that wasn't oh i don't think toby was there either actually i can't I, what was he i don't know i'm not sure on toby but um yeah everybody else was there and everybody throughout like all the seasons for the most part like ed helms was in it um 
uh, who else was like not like a, a regular through the whole time? Stang's um, like, I ain't come on here for this bullshit. <laughs> like, he's just like he's just being himself. Like, right. like he's not even an actor. Like, this right. is him, him being who he is when he was on the show. <laughs> he's probably he's probably sitting at home with a fucking crossword puzzle. Like, nah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so Steve Carell was on it. Um, oh, even uh. I don't even remember her fucking name on the show because she was on the later seasons. But it's the chick that plays um, Kimmy Schmidt on that Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt show that's on Netflix. Um, fuck, I'm drawing a blank on her name. I'm drawing a blank on her actual name and her name on The Office because she didn't show up until like way later in the, in the in the run, like during the Ed Helms part of the run after Michael Scott had left. Oh, she was the uh, um, the. Wasn't she the new secretary? Mm-hmm. I can't remember her name to save my life, but she was on there. Uh, Ellie Kemper. Yeah, yeah, that's her actress name. Yeah, so yeah, that's her real name. But, oh, yeah, well, what was her, her name, name on? The show. on uh, oh, okay. Uh, fuck. Yeah, Ellie Kemper is her her actual name. Aaron. Her name was Aaron on the show. Okay. So yeah, she was there. Um, Angela. Uh, I never watched that Kimmy Smith uh, show. I watched the first season of it. It was all right. It I wasn't always, enough to make me keep watching it, but I always see the uh, the memes from uh, Titus Burgess. Uh, other than that, I don't really see anything else. I don't know who the other characters. All I see is memes from him. They the only two that matter. But yeah, he was fun. <laughs> he was he's funny on there. So uh, I, I like see him. His memes. So other than yeah, that. Creed Creed was there. Um, Angela, uh, who's the? Why well, I'm drawing a blank. The uh, the uh, fuck with the glasses. The older lady, the he- kind of heavy set that got married, and Michael came to the wedding and fucked it all. Not to the yeah, he came to the wedding. It was like mad awkward. Uh, what was her name? Oh, she's uh, uh fuck, 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 fuck. Why can't I think of her goddamn name? Neither, I, and I want to call her Angela, but that wasn't her name. No, nah, because Angela was the one that uh, uh, um, the white was marrying. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking um, of which, she has a she hosts a cooking show on Disney Plus. <laughs> oh, Phyllis, Phyllis, yep, yeah. Oh, Phyllis was there. Uh, Oscar was there. Who's BJ Novak? What was BJ Novak's character name? What was it like uh, Ryan? It was Ryan. He was an intern at first. Yeah, yeah, it was Ryan. Yeah, he was there. Yep. Was so, Andy yeah. Bernard all the, all there? The major players were there. Yeah, that's Ed, Ed Helms. Helms. Oh, you said Ed Helms. That's right. He was there. Right. You mm-hmm. did say that. Mm-hmm. Yep, he was there. Um, yeah, everybody was there. So yeah, it was cool seeing everybody like what they look like now. But um, yeah, I mean. They all pretty much look the same. It ain't been that long. Have you uh, heard any? Uh, Rain, Rain Wilson. Rain Wilson looked like way different though. Like, but oh, he's really? looked way different ever since the show ended. Yeah, no, he looks way different now. Only reason I even recognize him is because it's because I've seen him looking different. <laughs> yeah, he's a uh, he's always been an um, interesting character. Um, but uh, uh, first off, I would like to say, first off, I, I follow him on Facebook, on his on his Facebook page. And, mm-hmm. I, and I don't know if you, you see much of him, uh, much of many posts on him and shit like that. But 
he's always been an advocate for just black people. Um, Good. Um, so he's uh, he did a post today. Uh, was it today? Yeah, it was today because it was seven about seven hours ago. Um, of course, my my post froze up. Uh, basically, it was just uh, uh, it was titled uh, "To My Fellow White People" a letter, and basically was just just is a bunch of different uh, pictures of uh, of of just uh, facts about shit and just telling them basically to uh, uh, <laughs> get your shit together. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's always been a a, a good uh, a advocate for black folks. So um, ever since I've uh, started following him on on Facebook. So he's always been cool with me and my book. And plus, he's one of my favorite characters on Office anyway, so. Mm. So, uh, let's see. So I, I I was reluctant. I didn't watch it yet, but I was going to. Um, you had the note about the the uh, pair of releases that was pulled from the car. Mm-hmm. So what's the story on that, dude? I, I guess I could go, I could go and look at it on your I think you posted it, right? Yeah, I, well, I didn't post a story. I posted a link to a tweet. But um, I read about it and watched, like, a brief YouTube video. But apparently, um, this happened in 2018. And I saw it. Like, if you watch the video, you can see the timestamp from the uh, – I'm assuming it was one of the officer's body cam. Yeah. You can see the timestamp on it. And it was 2018. So it's been a couple years. But um, the video starts off with them, like, opening the passenger side door of a car and you know shouting at this guy and he's like i'm paralyzed i'm paralyzed and they're like put your hands put your hands behind your head put your hands behind your head put your hands he's like i'm paralyzed i'm paralyzed put your hands behind your head and then they like drag him out of the car and like you see like they had to blur it out but you can see his pants are like around his ankles so he's like out the car and they literally had to drag him out so he's like laying on the ground ass up with his pants down and they're like tase him tase him and it's like what the fuck like he wasn't doing shit and you could see his fucking wheelchair in the back seat of the car. So then I was reading about it, and it, basically the people, was, the whatever I was reading, was saying that um, he was actually at the time trying to like go to you know try to piss like through a catheter at the time, and that's why his pants was down. And yeah, they, they just yanked him out. Like what the fuck? And it, it was it was wild to watch because like like you hear him saying he said I'm paralyzed like three or four times. You could hear his his girl wife friend whatever who was in the driver's seat saying the same thing he paralyzed he's paralyzed and they just all they just keep saying is put your hands behind your head put your hands behind your head and he can move his hands but what i read said that he was paralyzed from like the chest down so like literally his arms and his head is like the only thing he can move and yeah they they dragged him out the car and threw him on the fucking ground like a fucking animal dog niggas fucking asses out and everything dog like with no fucks given like man fucking scum what's crazy is that you know we're you know we, we've been you know it's been good to that things have been videoed so we can see certain shit but it's like shit has been videoed for a while for years and shit like that i didn't even know about that story um me neither and apparently that story that that story has been kind of pushed under the rug because i don't even know if anything happened to those officers yeah i don't i don't either um i read the only I, thing that was in what I read was that they tried to charge him with like resisting arrest or some shit, and it it got thrown out. But that's so like nothing happened to him because of it. But I don't know if anything happened to the cops either. 
uh, I'd wager probably not since as a white cop, you can get away with like kneeling on a man's neck for nine minutes until he dies. <laughs> like if you can do that, then chances are you can probably throw a guy on the ground and get away with it. So um, it's less about, uh, it's less, it's, it's just more about p police, like just being indecent and being Man. super shitty, but Hey, at least he's alive. Man, sidebar. Sure, shot. right now at twenty twenty, he's happy about. Yeah, right. Exactly. Sidebar. Shout out to uh, uh, the John Boyega. My guy, man. Uh, so shout I just, out to him. So I'm looking at a tweet and it's showing some pictures. He's at a protest and I guess he was speaking. So there's a bunch of pictures and you could just see like the energy of him and shit. The energy, yup. Yeah, he has mad energy and I guess he is quoted on. He, it wasn't his tweet. Someone tweeted it. He was quoted saying, look, I don't know if I'm going to have a career after this, but fuck that. And so. Yeah, that's probably what that's probably my retweet that made you see it, because I retweeted it like not too long before we started recording. Oh, OK. Now, I, some, but did you. But so it was a person named the Nikki Diaries or whatever. She posted it. And then mm -hmm. uh, Jordan Peele retweeted it like, we got you. Like, good shit. Like, I'm going to give you yeah. a job. Nigga. Yeah, he's going to he, be all right. Yeah, he, got, he, he has Star Wars money. He'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. Even if he yeah. gets nothing else like, after this, that nigga wrapped up that last Star Wars movie and was like, "Fuck this shit." Yeah, that, that's that's uh, man. So many people, I be looking at his mentions, man. So many people be talking about Disney this, Disney that, Star Wars this, Star Wars that, and he was straight up be like, "Yo, fuck that." I, he, I've I've seen him say, "I'm not fucking Finn." That's his character in Star Wars. I I don't think you've seen it. Um. He's like, I'm not fucking Finn. I don't play that shit. <laughs> like, like, he don't give a fuck, dog. Like, oh, he got real, them man. Star Wars checks. It was like, yo, I'm out here ready to ride. <laughs> and now Disney can't do nothing about it, dog. Like, nothing. If, if, if Disney knew better, they would fucking support the guy. But I think they, they count their white dollars. Mm -hmm. uh, but at some point, you know, businesses are going to have to take responsibility for the shit that they promote and not promote. That's just like that popcorn, uh, Detroit popcorn spot. Um, that uh, did you, oh, have, yeah, you yeah, talk about that? So yeah, yeah, I know. our listeners might not. Um, so Either there was a, a local a local area uh, owner of a, a place called Detroit Popcorn, and um, he had said some wild shit online about uh, George Floyd's death. Something I, I can't get, I don't know the exact quote, but I'm paraphrasing something like that. Uh, something to the effect of, uh, that's why they need knees in their neck. Mm -hmm. So, basically all the backlash came and of course, at this point, he's probably going to be fucking done business-wise. And so, later on it comes up that he was supposedly selling the business to someone who had owned it previously and then they said they were going to try to sell it to minority owners. So, <laughs> one, I feel like as a as a business owner, it's not even smart business to even say even if like you can't be a bit a smart business owner and be a vocal a vocal racist at the same time. Like, if anything, it, you probably should just keep your mouth shut and just uh, and just take that money that you're getting or whatever. But you can't be smart enough to say shit like that and think it won't be backlash yeah. in this time <laughs> and shit. You know what I'm saying? You can't even be smart with your shit. Um, so, but I think the whole thing of, like, it's like pandering. Like, the whole thing of, of the previous owner buying it, like, you realize this business ain't shit right now. You're going to buy it, then try to sell it to black people? Like, what the fuck? 
so but rumored someone did some research i think it's some a girl it's a chick on facebook who i guess is in, in like legal or at least can search legal stuff that basically said that the the previous owner is the actual owner like there was never a change in ownership and him and the guy who said all the racist shit are pretty much basically owners anyway so in in short there was no change in ownership the guys always ownership like they were like joint joint partners or some crazy shit um or whatever so him selling the business and shit just really probably isn't the case and then why sell it and then try to sell it to the back? Why don't you just, why don't he just sell it? Like, what the fuck? But whatever. You say dumb shit like that, you deserve every fucking ounce of business to fucking go. And, I, I, and, I'm, and I'm always a big component of, of hating businesses to use Detroit's name and not Detroit. He's in Rufford Township. He's technically a block off Detroit, but he's still not fucking Detroit, though. So, fuck him. <laughs> Word. But, yeah, as that go down. And, but as a uh, alternative, there's a place called Motor City Popcorn. It's owned by a black guy that people have been pushing. I'm not big popcorn. I'm just going to popcorn stores to buy popcorn. Uh, but if I was, I would support him more than I would, uh, would ever support that fucking asshole. So. Right. So, yeah, that was that. Um, what else we got on our topics? Oh, so I've seen those uh, those George Floyd challenges. And I and that's why I feel like as as and oh, I think we both can agree, as maybe far as we've gotten with like the protests as a recent and how we think things are gonna go, there's still a community of people that don't give a fuck about black people. And they're young. Like that's I've seen the pictures of those quote George Floyd challenges that are putting their knees in their friends' necks and shit like that. Like these are kids. Like, why do they think this shit funny, dog? Like, that is, like, crazy-ass learned behavior from other older white people that are probably saying the same shit. Shit yeah, maddening, yeah. dog. Fuck and that's one of those things, like, like, that's one of the things that would have infuriated me prior to this. But, like, right now, I feel like, okay, I'm still focused on the big picture, but on a smaller scale, I'm looking at that kind of shit like, okay, okay. Like, I'm going to make a mental note of this. Like, I, I I don't have any kind of plans. There's nothing I can do about it. Nothing like that. But I'm making a mental note. Like, okay, white people thought it was funny. Like, they wanted to make little little joke George Floyd challenges. And they want to, okay, you want to make fun of it? All right, cool. Duly noted. I, I, and I don't know if it's ever going to, if there's ever going to be any way I could ever take any kind of action on it. But I made a big ass mental note of that shit. Like, okay, you think it's funny? All right. All right. I'm going to remember that. And I don't know if I'll be able to do anything, but I'm gonna remember. Cause I I'm sitting here fingers crossed that <laughs> I'm sitting here fingers crossed that the race war pops off. <laughs> like like, yeah, come on, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it, please. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just don't at what point like this is this is not gonna it's gonna be a long time before we can change out, you know, uh police agencies over the country to not do the fuck shit they're doing. I mean, this is deep within you know, this is not like this is not surface racism from from like new cops and shit. These are cops that's been on the force for years, and that shit's been ingrained to all of them. Fuck. So, um, this is not surface level racism. This is no, balls deep no, racism. This is balls <laughs> deep. Dog. Balls deep. 
I seen a uh, a post, and I've seen it a few times, so it's not nothing like an original comment from someone, but you know, they were, you know, because the argument has always been for years is that you know, there's like a few bad apples on the police force and shit like that, and someone made a post talking about like, anytime it's rioting, you know, there's always a few bad apples, you know, but when it's the police, you know what I'm saying? Or they was basically saying how it's a few bad apples that are rioting, but they always you talk about all of them. But when it's a few bad apples of police, they try to keep it on them few, few bad apples. Like that whole fucking tree is fucking infested. Fuck a few bad apples. They don't, <laughs> it ain't three or four people and it's like the rest of the fucking force. Oh, we good. If you're fucking allowing it, you're fucking a problem as well. Yep. You can't just see and that I shit happening. Saying- and that, that's something that I keep saying, too, man. Like, this whole thing about, uh, you know, don't make this be all about all cops. To me, it is about all cops. Because I don't know about you, I ain't seen a single motherfucking post or tweet from a cop condemning the actions of their peers. Not one fucking post. Not one. But I'll tell you what I have seen. I saw earlier today a post from a woman who wrote, 49 fucking paragraphs about why it sucks for her because her husband is a cop and oh he works so hard he wouldn't hurt a fly he's the best person and now all he has to deal with is hearing about how bad cops are boo-hoo this isn't about black people versus cops like what do you fuck you mean it's not about black people versus cops that's exactly what the fuck it's about the fuck you mean like i have absolutely zero sympathy for any police officer or family of a police officer that is really, really sad about all the bad talk about police officers. Boo fucking who suck my dick. I don't give a fuck. Like, fuck the police. I would not be so vehemently against the police if we had a whole bunch of police, all these supposed good apples, if they were out here like, yo, my, my coworkers, my peers, my fellow officers, on that bullshit. I do not support this. I do not. So I would love to see that a bunch of white cops who go, "This is fucked up. What's happening? I don't support this. I stand with black people." I ain't seen not single motherfucking one of them bitches say that shit. Not a one. So as far as I'm concerned, fuck all the police because you, if you are sitting here as a police officer and you go out here and you risk your life every fucking day, you got this hard ass job. It don't pay enough. It's all this kind of stress. All this kind of problems all this shit, and then all this stuff happens where the nigga that sits across from you at at the desk or the motherfucker that's in another patrol car is out here fucking kneeling on motherfuckers' necks and shit, and you sit idly by, and then your wife logs on like, oh, my my husband's getting bullied. Fuck you. Is your husband dead because he's white? No? Then fuck him. Like, let's hear something about it then. Talk about it. Like, like, did you write 49 paragraphs about how fucked up it is that people who look like your husband are out here killing black people for no reason? Did you write a 49 paragraph post about that? I bet you fucking didn't because you're a fucking coward. Like, I hate that shit, dog. Man, fuck the police, dog. I ain't seen not one, not one on all of Facebook or all of Twitter, not a single one. When I start seeing some cops start doing that, then maybe I'll say not all cops. But, but if you complicit in this shit, fuck out of here. The problem with Go that ahead. is like, no, the problem is that, and, and, and for the record, I'm totally agreeing with what you're saying, but 
I've seen one or two videos that I haven't clicked on of, of police, but the fact that you haven't seen any and you're on online a lot just shows that it's not enough. You know, what I'm even saying? if I saw, even if I saw that, like a video of a cop, I don't know, fucking hugging, hugging a protester, even then I'd still be skeptical because what I've seen even more than that is posts from people who have been at protests saying like, like, yeah, that cop knelt with us. And then 20 minutes later, he sprayed me in the face with Mason arrested me. So like, I'm seeing that, like, I've seen plenty of that shit where they're like, oh yeah, they knelt with me. So like, to me, it sounds like photo ops. Like, oh, this is this is gonna be good optics if they if they get a picture of me hugging a protester or hugging some black guy. That's gonna be a good photo op. Like, that's what I see, and that's the way I look at it. Like, uh, no, I I want to see some cops start talking about. I want to see them speaking themselves. I don't want to hear their wives speaking. I don't want to hear uh some. I don't want to see no pictures and no videos of you the the you know, the two seconds that you decided to be nice before you beat the shit out of some protester. Fuck out of here, dog. Man, I, man, I'm so fucking sick of that shit, dog. These fake-ass police and these fucking fake-ass supporters like, oh, this job is so hard. Blue lives matter. Oh, we're getting, we're getting dragged in the media. Like, okay, make a post about how fucked up it is what they're doing, and then maybe I'll give a fuck about how bad of a time you're having. But at the end of the day, every one of y'all motherfuckers is still alive. And... Even if, even if they're, even if, you know, a handful of cops have been killed, like cops get killed. Yeah, that's fucked up if they get killed under the wrong circumstances. But ain't none of these, ain't a single fucking cop out here getting killed just for being white, minding their own fucking business. Like, yo, I was just walking, I was just patrolling the neighborhood and some black guy just came up and shot me in the face. Like, ain't nobody, that ain't happened to no fucking body. Ain't nobody shot no white cop just for being white. But they out here shooting motherfuckers just for being black. So I, you could save the sob stories for me, man. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. Like, fuck all these fucking hoe ass police out here trying to, out here having the nerve to try to garner sympathy. Fucking sympathy over words. Over fucking words. You want some sympathy. Well, why don't you use your fucking words to talk about how fucked up your coworkers are and how fucked up your peers are and how it's wrong what the police force is doing to black people. Use your words for that. Save the word shit about all oh, they saying all this bad stuff about us. Save that shit for uh, one of these dead black people's funerals. Why don't you walk up in one of them motherfuckers and, and talk about all the hate mail you've been getting, all the mean tweets you've been getting. Tell that to somebody whose kid is in a fucking coffin, you bitch. Fuck out of here, dog. Well, I don't all have right. much to add on that. I turned up for a minute there. I think you, uh, I think you covered it all. <laughs> Man, I that post was so long, I couldn't even get through the whole thing. I, I started to read it, and every two seconds I got mad. Like, okay, that's some bullshit. Okay, that's some bullshit. Okay, that's some bullshit. And then before I even got halfway through, once I hit a sentence that said something like, this isn't about white cops versus black people, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm done with this. Because now, now I'm enraged. Because, like, this isn't even... Like, you don't even live on this planet if you think all this is not about white cops versus black people. If you think that's not what this is about, you're not paying attention. So just go back to bed. Just, I don't know, go watch your little stories and watch Judge Judy or do whatever the fuck white housewives do. Fuck black men on the side. That's probably one of their hobbies. Do Go do that shit. I, I, speaking of fucking black men on the side, I saw a black man with a speaking of fucking said, black men on the side. I'm sorry, that was just a, a, a crazy turn. But go ahead, please continue. I, know, wild, I really would love wild transition. Yeah, I really would love to hear wild the rest transition. of this. I saw I saw a black guy holding up a sign that says, "Your women love every inch of us. Why don't you?" 
Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Speaking of signs and uh, not nearly as uh, um, crazy as that, but do you remember the picture from Ferguson? It was a, a black co- a black kid hugging a cop, and he had a sign that said, like, free hugs. Yeah, I remember that. So did you? So I I didn't know this, but so he was adopted. He was a, he was adopted by a white family. Did you know that the mom who adopted them fucking uh, drove her and the six kids off a cliff and killed them all? What? <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, I, I I don't know how I even come upon that story, but I think someone had posted that picture and it was talking about the backstory about it. But yeah, the fucking mom adopted, I don't know, her and her girlfriend or something. And uh they uh it rooted a they rooted a murder suicide, but basically drove off a cliff in March of 18 and killed every single one of the kids and them and shit. Man, fuck. Wow, right. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I don't know what the I am it has nothing to do with anything, but I just remember remember seeing thinking about signs and shit and hugging the police and shit. I just remember he was a weird looking kid because he had on like this weird ass fedora hat and he was crying and shit. <laughs> I look uh, a little aloe black yeah, over here and, trying and, to hug these kids. Yeah, and <laughs> the police. I remember seeing that picture and I was always like, man, it just looks so like set up and shit. Like he was probably like a little midget and he was really like 30 or some shit and he's out here hugging cops and shit. But then, you know, his Wouldn't crazy ass, then his crazy ass white mom. Uh, and she had other, I think she had, it was another black kid that she had adopted, but it was some white kids too. Yeah, fucking draw their ass off a fucking cliff and kill them all. Like, what the fuck is wrong with people? On purpose? Yes, it was, it was, ended up being a murder suicide. I mean, they died too, so I guess they, no real, can't really ask them, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, and did you see, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you probably did, but the whole thing that happened, I think it was yesterday with, um, Trump going on TV talking about I'm the law and order president and we're going to fight for, uh, you know, law and order and, and, you know, behaving or whatever. And then they like tear gas the peaceful protesters outside the white house. So that motherfucker could walk to that church and hold up that Bible. Did you see that shit? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's crazy. Like- it's crazy how, and a lot of people kept posting pictures of him and Hitler because Hitler had that same stance and holding the Bible up like that. Have you seen the comparison pictures of that? No, and I desperately would like to so I can put it on Facebook. But um, uh, <laughs> man, I, I, you could tell this motherfucker ain't never fucking even held a fucking Bible other than maybe when he touched his hand on one when he got sworn in. Dog, why was he holding it upside down and backwards? Like, <laughs> like dog, what is wrong with this nigga, dog? Like, man, like, how are you that? Tra- like, I don't understand how you are the president and you are this dumb. Like, you know, people always like want to like kind of like call back the George W. Bush and talk about how dumb he looked. And almost sometimes people make it sound like, oh, man, this makes me Trump makes me miss George Bush. George Bush is a piece of shit. Like we need to not act like because this nigga's mad goofy now that he's not president and goofy looking and all this and hanging out with Michelle Obama that he wasn't a piece of shit his goddamn self. But I will say Trump's stupidity makes George W. Bush look smart because like. I don't understand how, like, I don't understand the thought process in his head that thought any of this was a good idea. Cause sometimes I'll be like, that was stupid in general, but I know his base fucks with it. Like, 
I know his base fucks with that. So all he's doing is just making sure that the people who voted for him last time, who really fuck with him, that they're going to come back out. So like, sometimes I get it, but like the Bible thing, I was like, dog, like what part, what part of this was a good idea? Like, was it step one where you were like, okay, we got peaceful protesters outside, gas them niggas. Cause I need to go over to this church. That should have been step one. That should have been number one in the bad idea department. But he did that. Then he walked over there looking like a fucking retard. Excuse me for dropping the R-bomb, but it's, uh, I'm, I'm just feeling it right now. I'm just feeling the energy. So he walked over there looking like a fucking idiot. And then, and then he doesn't even know how to pose. Like, like he needs to like talk to some Instagram models and some shit, dog. Cause they be out here like doing the most mundane fucking shit. And you know, like all women do that little pose where they like lift their one foot up and shit, stand on the toe like doing a little cute little pose and shit. Like women got the poses on lock. He need to talk to some, maybe not a woman because he, he wouldn't want to do a woman pose, but he need to talk to somebody and learn how to like stand and not look like a moron. Like he stood there looking dumb as fuck. He holds up the Bible like, like it's the fucking bill. Like when you're at a restaurant, like they bring you the bill in that little black book and then you sign it, put the tip on there. And then close the book, close the book back. He like he was holding up the little book so that the waitress would come get come get the shit so he can go home. Like holding it like a fucking weirdo. Like who holds a Bible like that? And then the Bible's fucking upside down. There's the fucking the fucking uh uh thing to keep places like hanging down. You can see the binding on the wrong side, and there's nothing on the front on the part part that's facing the camera. So like this whole thing, like at no point did you even think like. Maybe I should turn the Bible so that the front is facing the camera, or maybe I should, turn, maybe I should, you know, find a different pose. Maybe have somebody else come in here and I put my hand on the Bible, or you know, try, like have ideas for poses or something. But did, like, did anybody just advise him on this, or did he just go, "Yeah, I'm just gonna go out there and I'm gonna do this photo shoot," and didn't say shit, and then went up there and just stood like a fucking you know convict holding up that damn sign with the numbers on it and shit. <laughs> like, uh, posing for their mugshot. I mean, I mean, one, it just shows that it was just merely just a prop. Like, he gives no fucks about anything biblical or Bible or uh, other Bible, no. biblical or Christian or any of that. But it just seemed like, I would have, I, I would have, I, I would have assumed, but, you know, he thought everything is kind of out the window with Trump. But I would have assumed that there are smarter people, at least people when it comes to, like, PR, being in public, things you should do and don't, uh, some forms of etiquette or whatever. And it seems like none of that shit applies to him. Like, he comes on there with the most orangest ass face. His hair is all <laughs> fucked up. He, 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 looks t- he looks like he have on cheap suits and shit. Like, there's no one, it seems like there's no one that can tell him to do, di- do the, excuse me, do things differently. Like, like that whole thing was a fucking a catastrophe, dog. There was no, like, what was the reason, like, who did he win over from pulling that stunt? Like, he, like, he does things, he does things to just further push him away. And like, I thought, you know, going into this year, I, hell, as of like March, so even just three months ago, it's crazy that it's June right now for the record. Um, So, even three months ago, I'm like, dude, there is no fucking way that Trump is going to lose. But it's just like, he does so much stupid shit now. I just feel like with the uprising of, you know, the murder of George Floyd, I feel like it has to be enough people that are tired of his fucking shit, dog. 
I mean, the problem is is that we're only left with fucking uh, Biden, but still, it's like it got to be enough people that are really. I think even white people are getting fed up with fucking his shit, you know. So, and they probably some have been for a while too, but yeah, it's still like. It just can't be possible that this motherfucker can get a, another term, dude. It just—it's just beyond me, dog. Yeah, and you know, I—you know—I don't—I don't really like or support Joe Biden at all. But I will say one thing about Joe Biden is that I think, at the very absolute fucking least, Joe Biden is smart enough to know that he's stupid and will listen to his advisors. Exactly. So, like, if yeah. Joe Biden were to become president. Joe Biden, uh, it, I'm I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna start. But at the very least, Joe Biden's not Joe Biden will listen to his advisors, which I do not think Trump does at all. Because if he's not taking advice, if he's been going he's been going on live TV for nearly four years, looking like a complete fucking idiot. And I don't even mean what he says. I mean his physical appearance, like the way he looks. Like you said, like he looks like he's wearing a cheap suit. The sleeves be long as fuck. He got little ass hands. Uh, it, that long ass goddamn necktie going to this, going to the end of his fucking balls. Like that fucking haircut, that fucking tan with his white ass eyes. Like he he has to have an advisor, his tan person that goes, "Hey man, maybe just don't wear the goggles and close your eyes." And he's like, "Nope, I know what I'm doing." And the and the best looking person in the world. My tan is perfect. I don't care that every media outlet ever has said that I look stupid. I know that I look great. And then he just does that. Like he won't even take the advice of like getting a proper tan. The president gets an improper tan and goes on live TV every week, look every day, looking like a fucking idiot. The president. Man. So if he's not taking advice on his fucking tan, <laughs> he's taking advice on his little church Bible photo shoot. No. He's a fucking idiot. And then as far as like the Trump, uh, like Biden, I seen a tweet the other day. I don't know if you've seen this, but it was pretty, pretty interesting. And I thought it, it made sense about all, all this. It says, uh, and it's talking about Biden, like Biden supporters. I'd have more respect for Biden supporters if they stopped acting like he's the greatest candidate. He's a terrible candidate and won't bring the fundamental change we need. The only reason he, only thing he has going for him is that he's not Trump. And that's it. And America deserves better than that. And that's pretty much what everybody's falling falling to. It's just he's I, not I fucking Trump. That earlier. And yeah, he's just not that. fucking Trump. <laughs> yep. That's, that's all it. he got. Yeah. And 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 he'll listen he'll listen to his advisors. Well, maybe not entirely, but more than Trump will, who listens at a rate of zero. But then that that's a fuck that's a low bar. Oh, yeah, yep, yeah, it is. <laughs> it's a very a low, low bar. That's a low fucking bar, but I, I, I don't know, man. I, I mean, like I say, the, the the thing I could give Biden, like you said, I think I think Biden at least reads the room well, and he kind of knows when to shut the fuck up, <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> I mean, I, I think you know he's gonna continue. I think he's still gonna have those those moments of saying stupid shit, like you know the whole interview on the Breakfast Club. Um, and I think that was probably a, a eye opener for him. Like, dude, you can't, you can't, you can't say shit like that. <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm really not looking forward to this voting season. Um, but you know, this it's it's frustrating just knowing that I potentially not, but that I will I will probably have to vote Biden in. 
it's really frustrating to know that. Yeah. That's probably what's going to happen. And then, um, oh, shit, there was something you just mentioned that I wanted to uh, kind of piggyback off of, but I already forgot. That's all good. So. Um, you got anything Never else? Not important. Uh, right. Nope, I think I'm good. All right, well, uh, thanks for listening as always. Uh, you can email us, uh, whatever the podcast at Gmail, or tweet us at whatever the podcast, and we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace.